welcome back to Man Cave Podcast, the Man Cave Podcast. We've been drinking. Uh, <laughs> yes, we have. Uh, this is obviously not your regularly scheduled program. Why? Because Larry decided to take his honeymoon. Almost in the, in the pod. Didn't, exactly. Like, we didn't have a podcast to record. You know what I mean? So I had to call my best friend, Glenn, Ooh. onto the podcast I'm your best friend. Uh, in order to make sure that the podcast keeps its momentum. You know what I mean? We don't want to skip a day because Larry wants to get married. The show must go on. Thank you, Glenn. So shout out to Glenn. Appreciate him always being a real one. Probably the realest one I know. Um, He's going to fuck you up when he comes back. (laughs) (laughs) And me. (laughs) And me. So uh, today we're doing something a little different. Instead of you know being sexist and misogynistic um, in person, me and Glenn are doing it virtually. And what we're going to talk about is Marvels. The Marvels coming out in movies. Uh, what's today? It's coming out this weekend. Um, so what we're going to do is a little bit of like before and after. Me and Glenn obviously have not seen the Marvels yet. It doesn't come out yet. Um, but... What we're going to do is we're going to have a conversation about we, what we expect to see from it, how we expect it to perform. Um, then, with the power of ed- editing, we're going to go watch it, and we're going to come back, and we're going to have another conversation. And guess what? That's not even two separate videos. That's going to be all in one video, because uh-huh. that's how we do it here on the Man Cave you Podcast. You can do that? I, I can do that. that I, don't know if other people, <laughs> I, I don't know if other people can pull it off. <laughs> editing is fucking futuristic. Yeah, that's how I do it here. Um, so just to get into it real quick, Glenn, are you excited to see the Marvels? Not at all. And I guess I know we, we joked about the, the misogynistic stuff, but like, it's not because of them. It, they've been ruining it for like the past four or five movies. So like who's they? Marvel. Yeah. Disney. Yeah. Well, Disney. Yeah. yeah I guess both. I don't know. who. You it's definitely be. Disney. I mean, I feel like you can be a fan of Marvel still. And just not be a fan of Disney. Disney is affecting how Marvel is moving forward, for sure. Actually, I'll shake your hand on that, because Across the Spider-Verse was actually fantastic. It's the greatest movie I might have ever seen. The movie's fantastic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, yeah, I'll shake your hand on that. Yeah, it's definitely Disney. Disney is trash. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, uh, we're not even going to have a whole conversation. We can, actually, because this is the episode. Uh, <laughs> but Disney, I don't know what the, what they're doing. Um, they did such a great. I'm, I'm not even gonna say a great job with Marvel between Phase One through Three, right? Because if you want to look at Phase One, pretty childish, right? It, it it wasn't really taking itself serious. Um, if you watch the first Captain America, half of it he's doing dances on Broadway. Yeah. You know what I mean. Uh, Thor 1 and Thor 2 were not good. It didn't get great until Thor 3, Ragnarok. And then it took a fucking plummet on third 4. But that's also a problem right now. That's like Thor 4 is Disney currently. Um, but if you view Marvel as a whole, it wasn't getting like fucking great until Phase 2. And the turning yeah. point was very much Winter Soldier. 
Winter Soldier was what was the turning point for Marvel, and it was like, yo, we can actually make so? these movies. I 100% before think so. Avengers because Avengers kind yes. of brought it all together. I it brought it, it closed well, out phase one, yeah, it closed out phase one. But if you see the characters and their, their development, mm-hmm. dramatically different in phase two, oh, from for phase sure. one, yeah, um. And the movies themselves decided to take a more serious tone. For sure. And I think that had was affected by uh, Winter Soldier. Yeah. I think Winter Soldier was the first movie to come out where it took itself seriously. It wasn't fucking joke after joke after joke. Mm-hmm. And it was trying to tell a legitimate story and develop the characters as a whole within the film. Um, not just Captain America, mm-hmm. but it was tr- taking its time to obviously introduce the Falcon um, and hash out uh, Black Widow's character a little more. Um, so shout out to the Russo brothers. Bruce, Russo brothers. Had a little bit more than you thought. <laughs> hey, hey. Uh, because I think that was the turning point. Yeah. I mean, I'll definitely shake your hand on that. Winter Soldier is still my favorite. Um, incredible. <laughs> um, it's still my favorite among all of them. It definitely does. Uh, take everything else up a notch um, and everything kind of even from that point forward it kind of falls by the wayside you know how I feel about Civil War you know how I feel about a lot of the movies after there's some goofiness that still goes on that I'm not the biggest fan of uh, but Winter Soldier was definitely that last really grounded movie but still you know a superhero spectacle um, and yeah I don't know I don't but I, I have no idea what's going on now so I didn't see the what is it miss the mar what's her the the, the show miss marvel miss i didn't marvel? see it either which obviously is the introduction to the girl yeah the, the young girl in the in the marvels i didn't see the show so like now i'm going into the movie and you know the movie's my introduction to her right so all i can hope is that the movie is an enough introduction to where they develop her throughout the film where i'm like oh I ho- like i didn't I don't need the show to fill in the gaps as far as who she is. Yeah, and it's not even just that. You still need to see WandaVision to see who, um, what's the daughter's name? Is it not Monica? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you still need to see WandaVision and to see the other girl. So you still need to see two shows to understand who two-thirds of the characters are. You still need to see Captain Marvel. So say if you were a hater from the beginning, you're not seeing this. So you have no idea where... You know, Nick Fury has been. You you probably have to have seen Secret Invasion to understand what we're getting here. I didn't see that shit either. I didn't see it either. So there's probably well, let so me many ask you things a question. that are Why up. have you not watched those movies or those shows? Uh, I don't know, man. I, I feel like I've become like that guy, but like kind Who of like the guy? opposite. So, like get your politics out my movie kind of shit. Yeah. But it, it's more for the other reason. Like I hate. Like I'm cool with politics being in my movie, but like I don't like how people talk about politics being in the movie. Like people sometimes act like politics just aren't in movies, and that shit bothers me. It's like yeah, it's almost as if they act like yeah, for sure. Like oh, uh, you know, they threw it in a Disney movie. That's the first time that it's happened. No, it's it's in all the movies, man. It's now it's attached to something that you feel passionate about, and all of a sudden you want to fucking rip it to shreds. Yeah, <laughs> that'll never not be funny, man. Um, but in in addition to that, it's also the shows. Like, man, like every every show is just 
it's kind of like the issue with the Netflix ones. Like once, once the first couple are done and you're like, okay, well, this ties into the next movie, but that movie wasn't good. And you watch the next show and that ties into the next movie and that movie wasn't good. It's like, do I even really give a fuck about watching the shows? There's like 10 shows. Yeah. I Like Loki 2 is supposedly amazing. I saw the first episode. I loved it. It's supposedly amazing. But like, it's not enough to bring me back. Ant-Man was garbage. And you know what's weird? It's not, it's, sometimes it's not even the actor's fault. Like, you know, sometimes like the actors can oh, be really yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know what it is where we just keep giving. They're not unproven. They're definitely proven. But like, they're not. No, no, they're not proven. Um, What is her name? It's Nia something. I don't want to get her name wrong. But she did Candyman. Candyman was not a good movie. Why are you giving her a Marvel movie? Candyman was absolute dog shit. And now this is, I don't know what Candyman translates into the Marvels for, but the Marvels already doesn't carry a, a good brand based on, on things. I'm not going to really get into it. But like, it's already not carrying a good brand for like three other reasons. Like, so it's like, this movie doesn't have a lot going for it. And it, I don't know. I just, I have no idea what the fuck they're doing, dude. I don't want to happen in this movie to be what's happening in DC. Where it's like, yo, we had back-to-back poor films. We had back-to-back, you know, flops in the box office where they're like, I guess I guess we got to change something. Mm. Um, and my biggest example for that is Blue Beetle. Like, I don't know if you've seen Blue Beetle. Blue Definitely. Beetle was fucking good. Um, it was a switch up for DC. I think it's a step in the right direction. Mm. Uh, if I had to guess, I would say, just to give it a comparison... Blue Beetle would be early phase two, late phase one Marvel, um, where they're like it's Guardians. Still, yeah, exactly, a hundred percent. Where it's still finding its footing, right? Mm. It's like it's definitely an uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Entry, introduction to the character, um, origin story. Right. It's still an origin story, and it still has jokes. Mm. riddle throughout the movie mm-hmm. but it's still telling a story it took its opportunity to be emotional it took its opportunity to take itself serious when it needed to be and it set up the the the, the groundwork for a sequel and the groundwork to in, to be introduced to other dc characters so that's that's my thing with dc just to kind of because it didn't perform well Mm-hmm. Blue Beetle did not perform well in the box office, and people are like, oh, no, James Gunn is going to have to get the boot because Blue Beetle didn't do well. I'm like, Blue Beetle didn't do well because DC has not been doing well for the last decade. Yeah. So people are just going to assume, let me not watch this new DC movie. And Marvel is falling in, unfortunately, to the same fucking format where it's like, well, the last fucking three Marvel movies and all the shows that I watch are as I'm not about to go pay money to go watch the new The Marvels. It doesn't look good. And the last couple movies that I said, hold up, it's still Marvel. Let me go watch it. It wasn't good. I'm not about to continue doing the same thing. I think Marvel is digging themselves into a DC-sized hole and they need to figure it the fuck out. A DC-sized hole? All right, we just put them on notice. We just put them niggas on notice. Am I allowed to say niggas? I'm allowed to say niggas. Say it four more times. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking summon Larry and shit. <laughs> um, yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree. Um, that's what I'm saying. I, I've been saying this. I think companies learn 
the wrong lesson from their failures. I think they think that uh, if something doesn't perform well, like everything about the movie has to change. Yeah, had to change. It's like, no, you you were on the right track, but somewhere along the way you got lost. Like a director change here, a vision change here, um, a producer change here, a musical score here. Like, like if, if we really think about it, the MCU is the greatest logistical undertaking in movie making history. Like, I don't think there's anything else that has taken probably as much time and energy from a producer standpoint to get right. Mm. You got to get continuity right. And they don't, but it's fine. Like there's certain things where I can suspend my disbelief because I'm buying in to the vision. But yeah. if y'all don't give a fuck about the vision, how the hell am I supposed to give a fuck about the vision? So speaking of that, where is that nigga? <laughs> where the is vision? vision? <laughs> He's like, dead, motherfucker. I mean, I guess now there's gray vision if he didn't Whatever watch, that means. watch WandaVision. Exactly. That's exactly yeah. my point. Yeah. So it's like there's so many there's so many loose ends that are not getting tied up. And the the world itself is getting so much bigger than the characters that are remaining in it. Like what the fuck is how are we gonna bring Spider-Man, Miss Marvel, Shang-Chi? what white widow red guardian how are we bringing all of them together to do anything against kang do we yeah. care about kang like see that's i the mean thing. after ant-man 3 i don't give a fuck i don't give a fuck and that's the thing like what i'm, I'm trying to think so iron man 1 uh fed you into uh iron man 1 fed you into what thor no if it, it gave you nick fury it gave you Nick Fury, and then Hulk. It gave, gave us you everything. Iron Man one gave yeah. It, it went into Nick Fury, sure, but it gave us the 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 fucking breadcrumbs. Oh well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And so, what would become obviously where we are today? I mean, right. So that's what I'm saying. So it's like Iron Man one gave us Nick Fury. Uh, Hulk gave us Thor. I think Thor gave us Captain America, like him punch doing the punching bag. One of the one mm. of them one of them gave so you see what I'm saying like yeah, it's laying yeah. those breadcrumbs that way where it's this organic bringing together of the niggas that exist in the field and there is none of this so I mean I guess they're all congregating at uh Comertage or whatever the the Doctor Strange place is but like it doesn't feel like that's really leading to anything because we haven't heard from Doctor Strange since this movie. Like, he yeah. barely acknowledges what Spider-Man goes through. And I guess he can't because of, you know, what happens in that movie. But still, it like, where the fuck is any of this going? How does all of this resolve? I got to watch Loki to figure that out. I got to watch Hawkeye 2 to... Fi- I got to watch Hawkeye 2 to figure that out? What does Daredevil have to do with any of this? Uh, where are the Eternals know. at? What does Blade have to do with any of this? You see what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck? Yeah. What, what's going on? Like, I, you think no... Marvel is just like? I think Marvel, I've, and I've told this to you before. I think Marvel, for whatever reason, is its biggest competitor. Too much of something. It's like Marvel's fighting against Marvel. Like, obviously, Marvel's not competing against DC. No one gives two shits about DC films. 
people care about Marvel. Marvel's been in the game for over a decade. They've given us characters that we've felt emotional attachments to. And now uh, they're on the decline. But I think they're on the decline because they continue trying to up themselves. Yeah. They're like, yo, let's put out five shows this year and three movies that are all connected. Motherfucker, who has the time to watch all that shit? Facts. I think, I think they should have honestly... I might not get any kind of agree on this. I might be in the the one percentile. I think Marvel should have been like movies are one thing, shows are another thing. If you're interested in following the shows that will end up connecting to one another in a Netflix style with uh Daredevil, um what's the other bitch? <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones. All the motherfuckers. Right. I was gonna say One Piece. What's the other guy? <laughs> One Piece. Fist of Fury. I don't know his name. Wow. Uh uh Iron Fist. Iron Fist, but that whole thing, right? Yeah. It was like they were developing these characters in a show style. Mm-hmm. And if you wanted to see more of them, go to the show. Right. But then you have your movies that are like, oh, if you like the movies and you want to continue keeping track on the movies, just continue watching the movies, but they're separate. You're continuing to put out characters that people might like to see in a show film, but movies are separate. Yeah. And like you shouldn't be like, yo, I have to watch this show and I have to watch this show in order to watch this movie. And then when I'm done that movie, I got to watch this show to watch that movie. And people are complaining about that regularly. And I've had people and I've seen people on TikTok and seen people on fucking Twitter that are saying, I don't go to. Oh, no, that's that's not Marvel. You don't need to watch those shows. You can just watch the movies. I'm like, that's not true. So much is happening in these shows that develop yeah. the characters or introduce the characters in a certain light, and then that same character is brought to the movies. And I'm like, yo, that wasn't happening in the last movie, and now I'm lost. Yeah, pretty much the entire crux of the Marvels, basically. So, yeah, I agree with you. Um, I definitely do. Um, I don't know how they fix this, to be honest with you. It, it on, we like if you're a savvy, a savvy individual, you kind of understand that they're selling these shows so that they could sell Disney plus. Oh, of course. And that's not even doing what it needs to do. Like once the shows are over, niggas cancel. I cancel. I hope I cancel. (laughs) I hope I cancel. But like, (laughs) um, yeah, like once, once the show is done, the fuck I got, I got Bambi on, on DVD. God, the fuck I need Disney, what do I need Disney Plus for? So I I mean there's a they're just a reason to get you to be on the platform. And I don't think there's really any other reason. And they have a monopoly on, you know, when their movies first come out, unless it's a Spider-Man movie, but outside of that there's no real, there's no real point. What's your predictions for the Marvel's performance-wise after its release first week? Do you think it'll do well? Do you think it's going to perform poorly? Where do you think it's going to sit? 750K. I don't think it's... 750 million. I'm stupid. (laughs) 750K for a movie is insane. (laughs) Holy shit. All right. So you think from its release Mm -hmm. to one week from now, uh, this video or this episode will be released basically a week from its release. We're going to take a look at it. You think it'll be... 750k kind of breaking 750 million 
million. <laughs> now I'm following it to your say pattern. Yeah, that's my bad. That's my bad. Seven hundred fifty million. Lop a zero in a week. I think that that's pretty good. Oh, we're talking. We're talking about in a week. Yeah, I think from uh, one week. Oh, from where me and you catch up again after we've seen the movie, and then we talk about what we thought about it after watching it. Do you think it in one week? Because honestly, movies fall off after a week now. There's too much shit coming out. One week, where do you think it's sitting at? I don't know. See, that's tough. I don't, I don't know how to do... like. So do you think it'll hit a fucking decline? So the thing is, I think the first week, it's going to be... It's, I, my guess, it's going to be the worst performing Marvel movie to come out ever. Worse than Ant-Man? I think worse than Ant-Man. Money-wise. Ant-Man made decent bread. Ant-Man still made some money because people were still kind of hype on it. Ant-Man 1 and 2 were actually not that bad. So why would I consider Ant-Man 3 to be... Why would I guess that it's going to be bad? Which it was. Um, Give me one second while I take a look. See, I'm trying to see how much it made in one week. And they're like, oh, well, this is how much it made the entire time. That's not what I'm asking. That's the only thing I really generally know how to gauge. I don't know how to do one week. Well, we're having a conversation on a one-week forum, so. Um, Okay, so here's here's what I'll say. Ant-Man grabbed $120 at the box office in its first four days. Where do you think Miss Marvel would be? In that same weekend or first four days from Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Um, if we're speaking where traditionally most movies, even blockbusters fall off second week. Um, I'm thinking 350. So you think Ant-Man doing 120 million mm-hmm. in the first four days, which again, in my personal opinion, had the best or better potential of performing in the box office because of one and two being better and people wanting to continue to see more of Kang the Conqueror. Um, you think it'll do better? You think it's going to perform worse than the Marvels? So this is my thing about Ant-Man. Ant-Man came out. When did Ant-Man come out? Uh, President's Day weekend or some shit. Well, uh, or what year? I believe it was last year. Okay. Ant-Man came out when there was nothing else going on and... If you didn't, Spider-Man started off. Oh, no, it was this year. What It was just February 17th, 2023. Holy shit. That's so wild. That movie yeah. seems so old. Um, it came out when there was nothing going on. Like, if you didn't February. see Loki, and this is the problem. Like, if you didn't see Loki, then who gives a, you already didn't give a fuck about Ant-Man. Every other Ant-Man movie came out when nothing else was going on. And this is following the same thing. Like, something is going to go on in this movie. Plus, it's it's a hate train movie. So any everybody that hates Captain Marvel is gonna go watch it. It it doesn't matter what they yeah, say, yeah, yeah. they're gonna go watch it. So I don't think this is gonna follow that same kind of prescription where there's not really anything going on. I think some major shit is gonna happen. I just don't think I think it's gonna be a commercial success, not a critical success. Kind of like the first one. But I mean it also depends because this movie is also the most expensive movie made under two hours. So I don't Which know how crazy. much money. Yeah. Okay. So my other thing before we wrap it up for the first half of this episode is apparently there's a shit ton of fucking X-Men reveal going on in this movie. And I don't know if that was like a, a tie-in as an attempt to bring in more viewers. Like, hey, if you like X-Men or you want to see where X-Men is headed, you got to watch this movie. Almost as a, almost like what I said earlier in the episode where it's like, yo, if you're a fan of Captain America and Iron Man, you got to watch this movie. Now, if you're a fan of X-Men, hey, you got to come watch this movie. Like, I've heard countless things where, like, even in the trailer, 
they're like, yo, they're giving a lot of hints that this is a, is connected to X-Men or we're introducing X-Men characters and so so. What do you think about that? I, I don't understand how. I mean, there's a, a super stretch way that they can somehow connect them. But other than that, I really don't understand why X-Men are involved at all outside of if you watched Ms. Marvel, whatever they revealed in that. But, like, who gives a fuck about that? Also, well, I mean... Go ahead, my bad. What were you going to say? No, no. All I was going to say is that, I mean, that's... Their way of bringing hype to a show that I think they're not... Like, is not going to perform well. Or a movie that's not going to perform well. Like, it has to have... Oh, let's throw it in this movie. The introduction to a very important, beloved X-Men character. So that this movie performs well. Scale of 1 to 10. How excited are you to watch the Marvels? Fucking two. Eesh. Honestly, I'm sitting at a five. Down the middle. Um, only because I'm a fan of Marvel. Like, I'm not gonna sit here and say that I'm not. My only other question is like, are we are we judging Marvel movies too harshly? No. Like, are we not viewing them as movies anymore? Like these are a detachment to our regular lives where or where we can just watch a movie. On some dumb shit. Comic book characters. So are we not going to watch movies to just enjoy ourselves anymore? Or are we going in there to judge it? Like, where where do we stand? Um, I mean, it's just like any other kind of art, man. You judge the shit out of it. So I don't think we're doing anything more than less than anybody else. I don't think it's any... I don't think it has any privileges to prevent it from being judged to a higher or lesser degree if anything they're forty-seven thousand movies in damn straight you're gonna get judged at this point like because this is nothing like how it used to be um and i mean that's all there is to it hey i agree um i think people that complain about hey it's just a movie watch it it's like that's for you just a movie watch it that's such a common excuse we enjoy the, the the craft of film, like we we enjoy developments of our characters that we feel attachments to. Uh, I think it's it's unfair for people to be like, "Hey, just watch the movie and shut the fuck up." Like that's cool. You watch the movie and shut the fuck up. That's fine. We're gonna watch the movie and we're gonna attempt to dissect it. I remember having a conversation with somebody when I watched The Apostle on Netflix. And I told them, hey, I love watching movies and I like like dissecting it and viewing camera angles and judging it. And he goes, dude, just watch the movie. I go, that's fine for you. Just watch the movie. I'm not asking you to do what I do. I watch movies and Alina's gets annoyed as the way I'm like, yo, that's a pretty good shot. Like, I like that shot. Or I'm like, eh, I would have, you know, that didn't really hit well. And she's like, what? I'm like, yeah, is this how I watch movies? And that's the entertainment aspect for me. So for the people that sit, go ahead. No, I'm just going to say, like, if I'm going to movies, to the movies to watch it, and I spend fucking, you know, TGB, uh, TJB spending like $400 for an IMAX ticket. That's I'm... me now. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> AMC stuff member. That's gross. Um, Man, uh, you damn straight, I'm going to get my $400 worth. Popcorn is $13 and shit. Yeah, but even the shit out movie of detached. Like, you're a fan of film. You're a fan of movies. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you, you like to dissect it. Because you love it so much. The same way that you are with music. 
it's not that you're de depreciating the value of the music or the, the artist itself. It's like you have such a, a respect for it. Yeah. That you, you kind of review it the way that you do. So that's all I'm saying as far as the people that try to fucking shit on other people for kind of giving their two cents or reviewing a movie or a show or music. Keep scrolling. No one gives a shit. Hey, you don't give a casual, fuck about what you're saying. Keep moving. Remember, like and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> Look, this is where we're going to end the first half. Me and Glenn are going to go watch the Marvels. All right. Again, I'm sitting at a five out of 10 as far as excitement. Glenn is sitting at a two. Uh, I think I'm going to walk out of that movie being a little more surprised than I'm currently. I'm an optimist, optimistic person. All right. Actually, yeah, I'm I, I'm I'm open to the experience. If it ends up being way better than I anticipated it being, I'm. I'm Here's come what back I'm here gonna say. I to think say the chemistry between the three characters. I think it's gonna be great. I think the three main characters in the movie are gonna have a good chemistry, and I'm hoping that it's good enough that it resonates with the audience. Man, I only care about the chemistry between me and Tiana Paris. I don't give a fuck about nothing else. I tell you what. <laughs> It's Yo, a one-sided like chemistry. That, don't. <laughs> don't look at me like that ever again, you know? Uh, I can dream. Keep dreaming. <laughs> <laughs> look, uh, with the power of editing, we're about to go watch the movie, and it's going to be like this for y'all. Y'all not, not even going to notice. Facts. I'm going to have a different bandana and a different hoodie on. I'm not. Sweatshirt. <laughs> look, Shoot. if you didn't watch Miss Marvels yet, and you are enjoying a little bit about it, this conversation, pause it. That's cool with me. If you don't want spoilers, because believe it or not, there's probably going to be spoilers on the second half of the episode because we're actually watching the movie. Um, go watch it. Support Marvel. Support female lead characters. Or don't. And just watch the second <laughs> Wild half. Hashtags. I don't care. <laughs> Wild hashtags. <laughs> Hashtag <laughs> Larry's on vacation. Uh, look, we're about to watch the movie. We're going to be right back. Sit tight, grab your snacks, make some popcorns. We're talking about it. Well, welcome back to the second half of the episode. This should go without saying, but here we go. Spoiler alert. We're going to be talking about the Marvels. Uh, me and Glenn had the opportunity to watch it. Uh, so obviously we're going to talk about spoilers in the movie. If you haven't had the chance to watch it yet, maybe pause it right here. Go watch it uh, and then catch up with us afterwards and just pick up where you left off. Make sure you like and subscribe and let's jump into the second half. And just like that, through the power of editing, it's been a few days since our last conversation. Glenn Tholomew and I were talking about the our expectations for the Marvels, and we've had the opportunity to go watch the Marvels. And before I get into what I think about it, Glenn, what do you think about it? Was it what you thought you were going to get? Uh, did it disappoint you? Did it actually impress you a little bit? Tell me what you um, I will say that if I was like 16... This movie would come across extremely different. Like, I'd probably like it a lot. And I do like it, but it's, an, it's a bizarre-ass movie. It's a weird-ass movie. It's too weird for its own good. Yeah. Um, I liked it. Uh, I went in there. It was a fun movie. Uh, Camila Khan, the girl that plays her, she did a phenomenal job. Her family yeah. all together, I think, was the mad, like mad entertaining. Their chemistry throughout the movie was like, I just wanted mm. to see more of them. Um, honestly, if that's the chemistry that they had in the movie 
And if we get more of that in the show, I actually might fuck around and watch the show if it's exactly like that because it was actually fun yeah. as shit to watch. Them. I agree. Um, she was cool as hell. Like I was like, all right, I fuck with her. Um, you know, I didn't give the show a chance. The trailer and everything just made it look mad cheesy. Uh, but she didn't come across like that in the movie. Um, you know, she's a teenage girl, so you can't go in there thinking that she's not going to be childish. Um, but it was yeah. Still fun. I would say that there were some times where it was a little bit much, but um. Like you gonna fangirl the whole time? You just gonna relax? I mean, she eventually. Yeah, stopped. when the movie was over. <laughs> no, no, I think it got like uh, she even apologized like halfway through. Remember, she was like, "I'm sorry for coming on so strong. I didn't even give you a chance that was to like be a person." The last um, forty minutes of the movie. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, it's an hour. Well, I, I mean, I'm just saying. Movie. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course, but I mean, some things have to play through for her to kind of be a little more grounded yeah um but i i enjoyed the movie i thought the fucking switching aspect of them switching was so dope in the first half of the movie and then in the second half i was over it yeah it, <laughs> yeah like the first fight sequence when they were accidentally swapping places and then like picking up where the other one left off i was like this is kind of cool uh but then once they started like training in the in the spaceship, I was over it. You know what's weird? Like, oh. That's kind of when I started to like it because it was like, oh, okay, so they're doing some 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 team bonding activity, some yeah, some team yeah. building exercises. <laughs> they're coming together. <laughs> but I think that's that's also one of the mm-hmm. things that I couldn't stand. Like scene to scene, if I take it's weird how I'm trying to break this down scene by scene. Each scene by itself, kind of actually amazing. When you look at it as a whole, like as a full sequence, the movie's kind of dumb as shit. And I think, all right. Explain. It's hard to explain. Oh, spoilers, by the way. Um, but where do I even begin? It's like, okay. So Monica, Monica in general. She should know by now how kind of everything works with being a superhero. I agree. I thought that her not wanting to talk to Captain Marvel was mad childish and very yeah. forced. Um, you know, it's almost like like I get that she had lost her mom in one of the worst ways. Like she just came back and her mom was gone. She didn't get to say bye. Like I get it. But her kind of putting that on Captain Marvel and like making guilt tripping her for that i'm like i don't this yeah it was bizarre forced. so it's it's that contrasted with the fangirling of miss marvel it got to be much it's like and it's weird because carol brie larson actually comes into her own in this in this movie i actually enjoyed most of her acting in this movie she kind of felt like a real character now um the only times that i felt like she was kind of like it was still bizarre was it was the times when things got really bad it i don't know man it was like every time they met up and they they had a sequence everything was going horribly wrong because obviously because of the switching shit and then they'd stand in a triangle and they talk about it monica would do her weird guilt trip shit fucking carol would do her weird i can't save everybody shit um what's shorty's name kamala goes through her fangirl shit and 
mad niggas just died by the way planets just do- yeah mad yeah, a niggas lot of people just fucking vamoosed uh... and they're sitting in a triangle just trying to settle some petty drama shit and that's four times in the movie so that did the singing world I die? I believe so, but I also went to the bathroom. Because they left I... them. Like, like uh, uh, Captain Marvel was trying to save them, and the other two was like, yeah, we can't do it. We got to head out. And then she's like, no, I can do this. And then Miss Marvel was like, no, nope, we're getting out of here. Like, I'm not trying to die. So, and then they never really brought That's it up again. That's what I'm saying. So I don't know. Did and they literally, all die? that point. And honestly... I'm for it because as soon as they started singing and they didn't stop, I'm like, give me a snap and scene all over again. Send this like, world take down. take more than half these people out because I couldn't believe it. I'm like, what the fuck is this movie? Y'all was doing some pretty good shit, and then we get into a world that they only sing. I was like, this is some Disney fucking shit. Yeah, man. that's that's how I felt. This movie felt like a a Disney ass movie, but like. At the wrong time. Like, it was some Guardians of the Galaxy type shit, but, like, for the wrong people. Like, Nick Fury is the weirdest character ever now. Like, I don't understand. He never established himself as anything that I ever remembered him being. He was just this weird comic relief guy. Yeah, like, very much comic relief guy now. And it's like... Captain Marvel really fucked this guy up, and I really don't understand what it is. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't really get it. But I think overall, I would say that I was surprised. I was pleasantly surprised. The movie I would give a five out of ten, and it's a lot of that petty weird shit. Um, the movie could have stood to lose some of the bloating, like maybe cut a good fifteen minutes out of it. Yeah, fucking fifteen minute sequence of them singing. Cut that. Oh out. yeah, I, well I went to the bathroom. Probably yeah. wasn't even a. Well, I think it actually was about fifteen. No, maybe I'm pushing it, but it was a hefty fucking yeah. time of them just singing, yeah. bro. Yeah. Um. I was like, what is this? I came back and then, uh, uh, the the accuser shorty was there. Also, uh, yeah. I wasn't a fan of her. I wasn't like I didn't really. You see, here's another thing. That I'm annoyed with, like, I don't know if it's a Marvel thing, maybe I'm just reading into it incorrectly, but I'm tired of people justifying villains' behaviors. I don't know when that happened. It's just like, sure, she's a bad person, Mm -hmm. but we're developing her backstory to understand why she's doing these things. It's like, oh, well, on her planet, she's a good person. She's trying to save the people. Um, she had something taken away from her and now like, but I never, I never found her threatening in any way during the, during the film. Uh, the only time that I saw her make like a villainous choice was it towards the end when she was like, Captain Ma was like, yo, let me just restart your son and then we can kind of rock it out. And she was like, all right, cool. And then she just decides, no, I'm actually going to kill you. I was like, okay, but that doesn't fit the character that you guys have been developing through the whole kind of movie uh yeah she doesn't like what are we're calling her the limit the annihilator. annihilator that shit got tired quick so i understand she doesn't like the annihilator but they it's like I, I just wasn't messing with it i didn't see the reasoning and then to finish off with her essentially killing herself for absolutely no reason once she got the two bands i was like all she did was get the two bands she Fought the whole movie to get it. Then she hit the Wonder Woman Kachang. 
And then she just died and ripped a hole through time and space. And then she's just gone. I'm like, so... I don't know. What was the point of the two bands? She was getting the job done with the one. I don't know. She didn't do anything with two. I, I don't know, bro. This is why I, This is why sometimes I kind of flip-flop back and forth between being a stickler for like source material and then um, kind of understanding why you would take creative liberties. Because like, if that was the whole point... Honestly, it... This movie, I don't know what it is about Captain Marvel in general, but she just upends so much about everything that's been established so far. Like, she borderline almost solos Thanos five years ago, or whenever this fucking happens in Endgame at the end, but can't beat a, a regular Kree bitch with a, a, a Ronin hammer. A fucking raccoon beat that nigga, bruh. You see what I'm saying? Like it's it's so bizarre. Like it's such a bizarre situation. I don't I don't know, man. I, I this is why I feel like they should have did instead of just the flat out verbal affirmation. Oh, Captain Marvel's the strongest. It's it's cool. I've already accepted that. That that's fine. But it's like I feel like they've sabotaged so many other comparative individuals just to get this off. And it just doesn't make any sense. I have no idea how strong the Hulk is. If the Hulk can't tank Thanos, who the fuck can? Apparently only Carol Danvers, but she can't beat a regular bitch with a hammer. And it's like, all right, well, if Ronan had the same kind of joint, he got beat by a grenade. And then the, and then a yeah, power I think the stone. Only thing, I think the what people are going to kind of, if they attempt to defend her losing or not being able to defeat this woman in, in the movie was that anytime she shot one of her Johns or if you remember the scene where she grabs the the pendant or the bracelet, it yeah. starts absorbing her power or some yeah. shit. So it was like, I guess, making her weaker. I don't know. Um, they didn't truly explain that. They just said that it was absorbing her powers. Um, and that's the only thing that people could even try to use in order to justify the fact that she could essentially beat Thanos but can't beat this person who's nowhere near thanos level date like threat um but yeah you're completely right the power levels they're they're dragon ball z in this whole situation yeah. where the power levels don't make sense yeah it's like i, I kind of get why the other two might not be able to they one has oh, one percent they don't have the skill right. that she has in 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 hand-to-hand combat or even uh fighting people of that magnitude one's a 16 year old the other one just got her powers uh neither of these two should compare at all to captain marvel um but captain marvel should have easily been able to solo this woman hey it and she borderline kind of di- i don't know it, it's 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 weird man it like i think the other thing i don't know everything about this movie just falls apart when you kind of dig deeper how they've literally in the movie said three times oh monica you got your powers by a witch hex they said that yeah so they said that like three times i feel like they they were doing that with her and then they were doing the same thing with camilla khan so where they were like trying to be like oh well here's the blanks filled in if you didn't watch these shows but and that's fine because that makes that makes sense but how do they come to the conclusion i don't even know why they're switching 
Like what what ties them together? Literally nothing. Literally nothing. Well, it was it was the the it's a silly ex- explanation, but what tied the three together was one Camilla Khan's bracelet or Miss Marvel's bracelet is essentially a time or what is it like a space jump? I don't remember how they were categorizing it. Um but it can be used to jump like create portals to jump through 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 time or space or whatever. Okay. But then that got linked to the other two when they both touched in the beginning of the movie, uh, like the the portals that were kind of like glitched open and they didn't know why they were glitched open. And because essentially a lot of their power, I guess both of their powers are similar, which I don't think they are, but similar. It fused them together because they touched it at the same time. So them touching those two portals at the same time and then uh, Miss Marvel's bracelet also being linked to it is just kind of intertwined all three of them. That was my understanding on their explanation. That's that 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 doesn't that didn't hurt your brain doing all that. That hurt my brain listening to that. And then seeing that I mean seeing that explained throughout the movie, it's like And they tried multiple times to explain it throughout I the movie. I still don't get it. Like none of you do even remotely the same thing. You didn't I don't know why they tried so hard to connect them. It's cool. Y'all got the same name. That's that's fine. Y'all don't have to have the same kind of joint. I don't know. It, the bands, I don't know. They did the same thing in Thor. I didn't fully watch Thor. They did the same thing kind of with the stones. Like these weird artifacts just have all this random ass power. But just just do mad retarded shit. Just mad goofy, just absolutely unhinged shit for absolutely no reason. And why you you see what I'm saying? How I don't know. I, I don't know, bro. It, it's just fuck this movie, man. So you started at a five. Yeah, it's a three <laughs> now, man. It, it it's a three. Down? The three is for Tiana <laughs> Paris, man, because that's the only thing I took away from this movie. To be honest with you, that woman is fine. I would I would stick at a five. I'm mean, gonna throw it down at a mid ball, mid range. Uh, you don't have to go watch this movie. You can wait for it to be on Disney Plus. Um, it doesn't really push the envelope forward, just like me and Glenn had into, like uh, had guessed on the first half of the episode. It doesn't do anything. It attempts to, in the very end, uh, be, by introducing another universe uh, where they introduce the X Men. Um, you know, they they showed Beast. Uh, her mom, which in this universe is not her mom, um, but she's part of the X-Men and they talk about Professor Xavier briefly. Uh, so that's their attempt, I guess, at bringing in the X-Men. It's a completely different universe. How do you feel about that? Um, so I remember having a conversation with Eric about this and he prefers this outcome. He wanted the X-Men to come from a different universe. When I thought about it, it makes the most sense given the theme of the MCU right now makes the most sense. Um, But I have a 55 ish year old storm. Holly Berry's still fine, but she's 55. I got a borderline 60 Hugh Jackman who said that he couldn't do the reason why he stopped is because he just couldn't keep up. He physically facts. Uh, 
they're a completely CGI beast because Kelsey Grammer, I'm a, you just can't do 37 hours of makeup. And that CGI looked bad. Horrible. Horrible. I was like, I mean, uh, as, as soon as I saw that, I was like, oh my God, they made this in somebody's basement in 15 minutes. It looked, it did not look good. So it's like, so what am I getting? Am I going to be getting a weird mix of who, I mean, who's, who's now going to sign up for 10 years to be in a franchise of a sinking ship? Before we yeah. move forward, I just want to ask a question. What would you have liked to see? from the marvels and if you could attempt to correct the mistakes that were put in the film how would you write them that is an excellent question um so just start off with the first half what would you have liked to see like what that you didn't see what what do you think should have been in the movie i'm gonna be honest i'm thinking that this movie is gonna be a large space epic it's kind of not um it's like Guardians light, great value Guardians, the entire movie. That was kind of my feeling the whole time. They visit other places, but I don't give a fuck about any of the places they visited. Um, and no, none of the places or people were people that I recognized. Um, as soon as they brought up the quantum bands, I'm thinking, oh, shit, they could do Genus Vell. They could do a Marvel redo. They could do... Who else am I thinking about? Uh, Quasar. They could do mad different niggas that held the bands that did the switch shit. Like, like the switching shit is real. Like, but it's just not as stupid as this. So it's like, I would have liked to see the bands make sense, maybe because that's the entire crux of the movie. I would like to see a Cree scroll skirmish. You don't see anything about what miss marvel i mean you see what she does to a degree but it so i killed an ai and that killed your son it, it made your yeah, air yeah, not like, be able to breathe the fuck happened yeah. so it's like there's there's so much but we got a singing planet yeah right that we you see got what I'm saying? um all right so if you were to rewrite it or the the what the movie that we got Right, if Glenn went in there before it was raunchy released, boy style, what are yeah, the raunchy boys productions? Uh, what are you tweaking? You can't change the whole story for this question. I want the story to stay the same, yeah. but how are you tweaking it, Glenn style? I'm removing the Monica Rambo guilt trip shit. Um, or if it's gonna happen, it's front loaded and it gets resolved rather easily. Um, they have a much more organic way of describing why their powers are connected as opposed to what actually happened. Um, I'd have Shorty, I'd have uh, Kamala fangirl a little less. That got very old very quickly. Obviously, the singing planet gets cut out. Um, maybe. Or we can leave it in. We just get a whole scene where it gets destroyed and we actually get that to too. Watch it. Um, I would like to actually see them be successful they failed the whole movie like they, they failed the mm -hmm. whole shit and they're all comparatively the strongest individuals so it's like I, I would like to see them succeed um and i guess one of the last things um maybe answers some unanswered questions from the older movies 
what the fuck happened to um what's that planet what's what you know what i'm talking about what's that planet that thanos visited it's off screen blows up you never hear about it but it was super Xandar, uh, go that like that yeah. was such a central hub, and they never talked about that shit again. What happened there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a major character that comes from there that's related to the band. So it's like there's so many different things that I would do, but it would change. The, it would definitely change the story. Like, so there's no way that I would be here from start to finish. I'd quit eventually if this is the villain that we're gonna have because she fucking sucked. <laughs> Yeah, I think the a turning like a big change in the movie had to be more focused on the yeah. bands. Um it, it was obviously introduced in Miss Marvel. Uh so you know sh- just to give some backstory on that. Um obviously it's what intertwined Miss Marvel to Rambo and Captain Marvel. Uh and all we heard was she's looking for it. Oh my grandma sent this to me. And then in the end, when she puts both of them on, she's like, I've been, I was born for this. Like, it, like it, they didn't explain anything about the bands, no history on the bands. And sure, we can say, oh, maybe that's the plan for future Miss Marvel show or movie. Um, it was just like, I, I think it was poorly yeah. written. And then to the point that she gets both bands and just kamikazes herself in the end for absolutely no reason. Yeah. yeah. No reason. Because what was the outcome? Yeah. She died. It didn't mean that she saved her planet. Yeah. Doing that, she did not save her planet. She was just dead. But if you've noticed, that's been like half the villains of the MCU. They get the MacGuffin. They realize the MacGuffin does almost the exact opposite of what they want it to do. Like, they just read one legend, and it's like, oh, let me go grab this shit and not understand the consequences. It That's been the entire MCU, honestly. But um, And then, okay. How did you feel about the whole cat sequence in the end there? I'm going to keep it a thou wow. I completely forgot it, it, it had happened. I wrote it out of my brain. <laughs> it was hands down the most uncomfortable <laughs> scene I've ever seen. And this is this is what I'm talking about. If I was a kid and it was set up the way that this was set up, that would be whimsical and fun. I'm like, oh, I like cats. They're eating people. That would be weird as shit to me, and I would just eat it all up. But, like, it's this weird – I don't know how to describe it. What would you describe it as? It was a catastrophe. That's – a cat. Oh, you didn't have to explain it. <laughs> uh, I I was so like another part of this movie that could have just been cut yeah. out. The, yeah, um, honestly, bro, that that whole B plot with the 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 fucking Justice League Watchtower, they could have what the fuck? That whole shit could have just cut that whole bullshit out. I don't give a fuck about none of that. Yeah, they cut to that a lot, and I don't know if it was like. Honestly, this is a very short movie compared to a lot of the other, especially when it comes to like a sequel aspect from Marvel. Hour and 45 minutes. Most sequels that we've been getting have been past two hours. 
this is an hour and 45 minutes and we get scenes like that so my only guess is they had a story that they thought was good enough for a movie but they didn't have the the runtime that they wanted and they started filling in the gaps with this let's throw in a planet that sings let's throw in a scene where cats are eating people for fun or uh, you know oh nick fury's being comedic relief it's like I feel like they wrote the movie and then it was like, uh, this is probably like an hour and 15 minutes for real if we do it this way. And then just, you know, let's add some fun shit in here because this is Marvel. We can get away with it. Um, and I, that's honestly what I'm getting from that because it's a very short movie. It could have been shorter if you guys cut out the nonsense, Gosh. but they don't want it to be that short. You know, if, if, if a Marvel movie comes out and it's an hour and 30 minutes, you're like, yo, that's bare minimum for what a movie should honestly be. Honestly, I would have preferred that if it cut out those two things. But what was the last hour and 30 minute Marvel movie? Like, I could honestly not, I can't tell you. Most of Marvel movies are two hours long. Uh, I feel like, like it's a see, Maybe the earlier yeah. ones, Thor. Thor, Dark World. What an experience. Hour 52, damn, not even a Thor movie. Captain America... I remember that shit feeling long. Yeah, even the first Thor is an hour and fifty-four minutes. Um, Black Widow, I think that's even that's two hours and thirteen minutes. Homie, I don't know what Marvel movie you're gonna get that's an hour and a half. Truly. Oh wow! First Avenger was two hours and forty minutes. Well, that was actually. Iron Man 2. Iron Man 1 felt short. Let me just look that up. really. Two hours and six minutes. Iron Man 2. Two hours, five minutes. All right. So let me look. Shortest Marvel movie. Uh, The shortest. Yeah. I guess before this one, The Incredible Hawk has a runtime of one hour and 52 minutes. Wow. Um, And Ant-Man and the Wasp has one hour and 58 minutes. um, And then after that, it's Thor The Dark World. So this is taking in the slot as the shortest MCU movie, and it's filled with nonsense. Mm. So that's what leads me to believe they had a general idea, and they just didn't know how to execute it. They didn't execute it properly, uh, and then they just filled in the gaps with nonsense. And here we are, the Marvels. It's a shame. And now that we're having a longer conversation, my five out of ten is a four. It's just like the more we talk about it, it's yeah. The decreasing. cats turned it into a, a two. Not even Gianna Paris can save that. Honestly, it's just Tuana Paris. Okay, <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> but it's like you know, it's weird. Um, uh, in having that conversation about what are our predictions about, I guess box office. What is it? Day three. I mean, I guess we can technically count Thursday because it drops Thursday at like Thursday evening. Oh, I guess we could. Um, like most showtimes start at like seven p.m. Thursdays now, um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna count Thursday. Yeah, this is rivaling. So Thursday, Friday, Saturday, you know, uh, Sunday, Monday. Today being the fourth day of its release. Yeah, this is lower than uh, Incredible Hulk. Yeah, they're actually expecting it to perform worse than the flash and uh what's Blue the Beetle. other one? Oh, shazam, shazam 2, yeah, 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 yeah. i mean honestly yeah. what to, if it, if today is day four there was only three people in my theater yeah Oof. three people yeah it was uh it was sad and that's what i'm saying it's it's i don't i don't understand why you take a risk when you know 
when you know that your your entire franchise is at stake? Dude, uh, it comes down to the fact that they're releasing too much too quickly, and they don't have the time to take care of their their product. Yeah, like you, they they're they're trying to release way too much too fast. Um, they have ten shows a year. That's an exaggeration, I know. Um, and then you have three movies a year. And you guys are trying to develop a story because you guys left Endgame um, on its peak of Marvel, the highest that it's ever going to be, in my personal opinion. I don't see it ever touching that again. And you guys are trying to get back to it. And the only way you can think about getting back to it is dropping as much as possible. But they're they're getting quality over or quantity over quality now. And they're just ruining their characters. Yeah. And not that Captain Marvel was a phenomenal character to begin with, but you had an opportunity to round her out and actually give us a solid film to get the people to know her better, to you know resonate closer to her. And though they did a decent job, still left a lot to be desired. And again, you can very much see how rushed it is with the yeah. runtime. There's no reason that a Marvel movie should barely make over an hour and a half. Yeah. Um... You guys have over a decade of storytelling. The best you did was an hour and a half with over 15 minutes of singing and cat eating people. Like, Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And it's, it, it's a shame, too, because I was thinking the brand of Captain Marvel was going to kind of follow. Like, her the, her bad attitude was going to follow itself into this movie. And it it did at times. But it, it felt more human. The only time it felt a little off was the the final guilt trip that Monica hit her with in the cornfields. Like after the, the planet is dying. It's like, what the... F- like, yeah, this is an excellent time to apologize for doing something completely different that was 30 years ago. You, you see what I'm saying? So it's like, I don't know. It's it's. I don't think they nailed the timing. Uh, very, very amateur storytelling. Uh, this needed to bake in the oven for at least another year. And this is Nia DaCosta's second movie. So mm-hmm. already not on a, a good, a good, you know, trajectory, honestly, which is a shame. Uh, all right. So to round out the episode, uh, Glenn's giving it a two out of it's 10. 1.5. I'm giving it a four out of 10. And that's me being generous. Honestly, the four out of 10 was... Because it was fun. Like, you can go in there and have fun with the movie. But it does nothing for Marvel as a whole. It does nothing for the characters as a whole. Um, And the only thing you could even attempt to give it credit for as far as trying to push the envelope forward is that whole X-Men situation in the end. That I hope leads into something better. I personally don't think it's going to. Um, Especially if we get more CGI beast that looked the way that that did um so you don't have to go watch this movie Uh, i don't i don't want to hurt the pockets of disney um but you don't have to watch the movie wait for it to come out on disney plus um if that or check out some super legal websites oh extremely legal (laughs) i have a guy who knows some things Uh, uh uh so do with it what you want if you want to go watch the movie obviously go fucking watch the movie i don't give a fuck um but I don't think you need to. Um, I would say if you want to avoid the singing and the cats, go to the bathroom at the f- when you hit the hour mark <laughs> and then go to the bathroom again when you hit an hour and 20 minutes because it's 
Yeah. <sighs> All right. So I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Uh, this was uh, Glenn stepping in because uh, Larry decided to go on his honeymoon slash vacation. So um, shout out to Glenn. Thank you for coming on, man. Um, doing our little format of the before and after movie yes. review. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed the video. Make sure you like and subscribe. Uh, comment down below if you watched the Marvels and what you thought about it. Were we too harsh? Were we right on the money? If you liked it, what did you like about it? If you didn't like it, what didn't you like about it? Um, comment down below if you didn't even notice Larry's not in this episode. Um, just type one in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> one in the chat if you don't even recognize Larry's gone. Um, we're going to be here next week, next Thursday with another episode, another little special treat that I got to take care of the episodes because Larry's still on vacation next week. Um, but I got something special planned for that. So make sure you stick around. And uh, just like every week, catch you on the next one. Yes, sir.